Eugene, thanks for jumping on marketing in the metaverse. Um, I've been, yeah, totally been, been looking at kind of what you've done in the past. And back in 2016, I know you were like an extended reality social media guy. And then 2017, you started the first ever VR talk show. So you've been diving into kind of the future of social media, been forward thinking for a long time. So yeah, excited to hear, excited for you to tell me all the answers about what's next. Oh man, it's uh it has been a crazy ride. Uh I've been doing this for 8 years. Uh I I originally went to school for like social media. I have a bachelor's degree in YouTube studies from Evergreen State. <laughs> okay. Um I I wanted to be like an influencer. I wanted to be like a YouTuber. But everything on the internet I was finding just didn't feel like the storytelling ability wasn't like immersive enough for me. And so like I started looking at like, what can we do bigger than like YouTube? And so I got out of school in 2014. I joined a YouTube consulting company. Um, and the whole time I was there, I ended up doing projects that most of the time just weren't for me. Like I did a lot of like real estate videos. I did a lot of like three 360 videos kind of uh, starting in that like era. Can you explain um, what a 360 video is? Yeah. So basically, uh, whereas you have a traditional video, that, which is usually like 16 by nine, uh, a 360 video is a ecto rectangular map that is projected onto a sphere. Um, and then you are tracking your placement in where you're looking in that sphere um, via a gyroscope of some kind, usually like a smartphone or a VR headset. Hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and so like, uh, I started doing like motion graphics and VFX work and I was like, how can I take this to like the next level? And somebody, while I was like experimenting, somebody showed me this amazing demo uh, the Disney's Iron Giant, and it walked over and it picked you up and it walked with you in its hand. And I went, this is really where everything is going. This is going to replace everything. And I quit my job uh, a few <laughs> months later, moved into my parents' attic and bet everything that the metaverse would be real. And eight years later, six years later, because that was two years later, uh, here we are. Yeah. Talking about the metaverse. Hey, are you interested in marketing, community building, NFTs and crypto, social media, and the metaverse? It's all moving fast and it's easy to be overwhelmed. No one knows the future and no one knows exactly what the intersection of these things will look like. My name is Mark Robinson and I do my best to break it down as we connect with leaders in the space and figure it out together. Thanks for listening as we laugh, learn, and lean into the future of digital marketing. Can you explain like what, what is the metaverse? I, I always like to ask that because I feel like I get a different answer every time. And there's a lot of conflicting information out there about mm -hmm. what the metaverse actually is. A, a friend called me the other day. He's like, Hey, I just listened to your podcast. How do I access the metaverse? Is there like a website I go to or what is it's, that? It's the internet. Like? <laughs> <laughs> so can it's you the, share what, what the metaverse yeah. is? Um, so when we talk about the metaverse, what we're really talking about is the third generation of the internet, right? So we had like the ARPANET in 1969, then eventually all these commercial companies were like, hey, we want to put advertising on this thing that was primarily used in government, 
research facilities, and educational institutes. And then from there, um, we had the World Wide Web, which is phase one, web one, static world, right? That's the er static age, if you will. Uh, after that, we started getting more interactivity. We get started getting more development. And we, we decided to create this thing called social media. Yes. And that was web two, where everybody is a creator and it's basically like newspapers getting away with hiring everybody and anybody as a news reporter, not fact checking if that information is correct, and then profiting off of everybody's free labor. That's really what it came down to. And now that we're getting into Web3, uh, which we're not calling like uh, the introverse or anything, we're calling it the metaverse. So it goes... Uh, static age, social age, metaverse, right? And that's just Web3. And that's the entire age and all of their interlining connectivity of technologies. So that's virtual reality, augmented reality, mixed reality, um, telepresence, holoportation, blockchain technology, NFTs, cryptocurrency. And a lot of people will be like, hey, it's a lot of that stuff has been around for a long time. And we're like, yeah, absolutely. And that's because those are traits of Web3 and not the definitive measure of like a hard stop. Mm -hmm. I mean, we as humans, uh, we do this thing where we like to give names to different groups. So like even within humans, we have like millennials, Gen Z, um, <laughs> Gen X, right. Gen, you know, boomers. But if you go to like the very cutoff of where like we decided where that cutoff is, if you go before one year and after one year and you look at those groups of people, you can't tell the difference, right? Like they're almost identical. Totally. If you go to the center of those eras of those groups, they look vastly different, right? They're into different things. They have different experiences, different life uh, moments that they value, they put different values on different things. And that's actually what we're seeing here. So we're starting to see the bleeding edge coming into the metaverse. And it's, it's not quite here yet, uh, but we're working on it. Yeah, no, I, I, I like that illustration of kind of the gradual transition towards the metaverse. When do you think it's going to be not complete, but when do you think people are really going to be interacting and the average person is going to be experiencing this immersive metaverse on some level? Uh, three to five years, I give it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I know, I know I've had like Twitter rants between me and like Gary V on like the timeline. That's what we have like as our biggest, you know, back and forth. <laughs> like when is the metaverse coming? When is everything going to be, you know, virtual reality and, and massive adoption? And so I, I think we're probably three to five years away from it. Yeah. There's a lot of companies right now that obviously invest into their brand. They invest into their social media, into their branding. And even if you're not like a business doing that, we're all building our brand as we're posting on social media and putting out content and interacting with people on social, that kind of stuff. So for brands that want to be forward thinking, they want to be creative. They want to capitalize on the metaverse and get in front of it. And just like build their, build their social or invest into their brand in a way that prepares them for where all this is going. You said, Hey, I bet everything that this is the future. And this is where the metaverse, like the metaverse is where we're going. And now it's 
showing up. And I think that's widely, or at least more widely accepted. So how do you like as a brand, as a company right now, or even as an individual wanting to just establish yourself and prepare for this, what is that? Like, how do you get started? Where do you even start? I would, first off, I would consult somebody who's been doing this for a long time. Uh, my DMs are always open. <laughs> right. Plug. Uh, yeah. Plug. But for I, I think companies right now need to start doing their 40 to 50 hours of research just so they have a understanding of what the landscape looks like. Uh, when I first jumped into this space, the first thing I did was I opened up my Twitter and I went through and I followed every single person I could find that was talking about XR. And at the time, that was like 200, maybe 250 people. Yeah. Uh, and that actually led to joining those communities and starting to build things bigger than myself. And that's actually how I got the show. Um, I just happened to follow the guy uh, who had been hired at Altspace. He, he was hired to put together like the big 16 slate that they were putting together. And he was like, I, I don't know where to like source these people. I'm, I'm trying everywhere. Uh, I got 16 slots to fill. Uh, you got a blue check mark. Obviously you're somebody of importance. Can I take a meeting with you? And I, I went, sure. And you know, we, we took this business meeting in virtual reality, like in their platform in Altspace. And I'd never done wow. that before. And that's back in 2017. Yeah. That was like tw late 2016, early 2017. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And, so we're having this meeting and he's like, hey, look, um, you clearly know what you're doing. You're in social media. You clearly are about XR. Um, do you want XR? XR is extended uh, reality? Yeah. So like virtual reality? Yeah. So XR is extended reality. And it's the over-encompassing term of augmented reality, virtual reality, and mixed reality. Okay. And the difference between those are virtual reality is when you and your visuals are put into a generated world of some, a digital generated world of some kind. So that's either like a 360 video or a video game. And that's your entire world, right? If you look down, you got an avatar. Yeah. Um, augmented reality, which is actually not correctly named because augment means to add to something. Um, augmented reality in this stance means we're changing something about your senses. So, and that's not just visually, that's also auditory. That's, uh, by a taste that's by touch. Um, that's by informational, uh, GPS digitization. So like you could have a chip inserted in your tongue and it would make everything taste like ice cream, but you're just eating broccoli and losing weight. Right. Interesting. And, and so that's like a version of augmented reality. And then mixed reality is when you take a physical person, you put them in front of a, uh, into a digital landscape. So you can actually see in the cross between the two realities. Okay. And XR is just the over encompassing, sorry, the over encompassing term of all of that. Got it. Cool. And Thank so you. when I was, yeah. So when I was in this meeting, I was like, who else is, is doing this? And he goes, Oh, we, we have a few names. Uh, Reggie Watts. Uh, Justin Roiland, uh, he's working on the show called Rick and Morty. Um, <laughs> Bill and I, the science guy, I don't know if like you ever watched him as a kid. Uh, we have a comedy group called Josh, which is made of Sa Sarah Silverman, Michael, Sarah, Tim and Eric. Uh, do you want a slot? I was like, 
yes, yes, I want a slot. Like <laughs> after knowing who already signed up, I was like, okay, this is clearly where I need to be going. I got a co-host and, and we got on, right? And so taking a leap of faith, going into these spaces, figuring out who is actually in those spaces working on it, and then trying to create like your own set of media content around the technology is really what I think these companies should be doing. Uh, they, they should have a metaverse manager, I guess, okay. uh, to basically help these companies navigate the landscape and figure out where they should actually be fitting because there's so much more than, Hey, do we need our own coin and do we need our own NFT project? Right. Right. Totally. Yeah. Uh, there, I mean, when I was going off like the listment of all the different technologies that actually qualify as part of being the web three ecosystem, I mean, there, there's so much more that most of these companies aren't even touching. And to me, that's, that's kind of sad. Yeah. I think I like what you said about one good place to start is you said do the 40 to 50 hours of research or, you know, more than that, however much it takes, but like dive in to actually understand it. And then putting out content that kind of brings people along as you're learning it, which I mean, then that's kind of what I'm doing. Like marketing in the metaverse is it's funny because people like I've had people that have reached out to me on LinkedIn. They're like, yeah, I searched marketing in the metaverse and you popped right <laughs> up. Cause that's the name of my show obviously. And uh, so it makes sense, but people see me as like a thought leader in the space. And I'm like, I'm trying to figure it out. That's why I started this so I can have conversations with people like you that are a lot further down the rabbit hole. I've been doing this a long time and can kind of learn it and then create content around it to just like, Hey, we're all figuring this out together. Kind of a thing. Right. I, I'm definitely like an old man in this space. Yeah. Like 95% of everyone in this space has been here for like less than a year, which is crazy to me. Yep. And, you know, here comes old man Eugene. Like, I've been here eight years. <laughs> so what are you most excited about right now? I mean, it's obviously got to be exciting to see this vision you've had of, you know, the metaverse or this immersive technology video, you know, experience coming to life, but, but what are you seeing right now that you're most excited about? I'm really excited about the interconnectivity between virtual reality platforms and the integration of NFTs into those ecosystems. So, uh, play to earn games excite me. Um, I'm waiting for like more virtual reality play to earn games. Uh, I think there's a really good ecosystem behind it. Um, and as long as they're actually doing it correctly and they're figuring out how their uh, resources are being put into those communities properly, I feel like those will be really successful. Uh, I'm waiting for quantum computing to become a big part of all this. Uh, we're not quite quite there yet, uh, so everything's cloud-based, which is, which is fine. Uh, I thought... Google Stadia was going to do better than it ended up doing. Um, it was kind of like flashed in the pan. It was like, hey, you can do the most extreme video games in the world on your smartphone and we'll just send it there. Uh, but that doesn't work for virtual reality because when you have that latency, uh, it causes people to get sick, right? And so I'm waiting for us to get to like 6G Uh where that like informational download is so massive 
that we can actually use predictive algorithms to predict how people are going to react inside the video games ahead of time. And therefore, all the different outcomes of reaction of what they're going to do is already preloaded into the video game. <laughs> and I, I really think that's going to start to become standard eventually down the road. Hey guys, thanks for listening. This was part one of a two-part conversation with Eugene talking about XR, VR, virtual reality, the metaverse. And in the next episode, we're gonna talk a little bit more of what is that actually going to look like where people begin to start experiencing some of these metaversal virtual reality type of things. We get to hear his predictions on that and what's coming down the pipe. We also talk about kind of what's needed to actually launch an NFT project. I share a little bit of my story and uh, things that I'm excited about and kind of what got me into this space. So thanks for listening. We will see you on the next one.